2020 is a bit tough, don't worry, us too. We're Charlotte and Leanne, two New York transplants trying to navigate the city and all the lessons thrown our way. We're tackling topics covering this weird transitional time when New York shine has worn off, but your roots here have become deeper than ever. Grab a gimlet and join the conversation. Hi, guys. Hello. Can you believe that we're back? Welcome back. I can't believe we're it. here. I, this is so funny, but we're recording in a new studio and we're back for volume two. And am I looking at you or am I looking at this? You're just looking at me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> starting, starting off strong. <laughs> starting. I'm so dead. No. Yeah. Just look at me. It's fine. Amazing. Listen, we're going to be a little rusty. Yes. But it's okay. We're back. Volume two. I honestly kind of dreamed of this moment for like a really long time. Yes, you did. And when you brought it up, I was waiting for you to give the cue, really, truly, like when you were ready. And I knew I was like, this is going to happen and we're going to come back and we're going to be totally different. Oh, yeah. I'm not totally different. We're still ourselves. But we are like, I mean, two years ago, I mean, it feel like we've just skipped like eight years. I agree with you. It's crazy. Don't you feel like a completely different person? I have grown in ways <laughs> that I never thought possible. And I think it's because it like told me to, you know, just like reprioritize. That's a good what's way important. It. Yeah. You know, oh my God. Oh, totally. And, you know, I've spent a lot of time like re-listening to our old episodes and like, it's so funny what was a big issue back then to like what's going on in our lives now. Yes. Like, if anything, it's such a good lesson in perspective of like, whenever you're upset about something like this will literally not matter yeah. in a year zooming out that's it's so crazy i feel like we were totally focused on the like week to week the day to day and now like everything is big picture i feel like yeah and also we're older and naturally you look to the future more and also like our problems are bigger to be honest <laughs> they really are <laughs> they're a little bit bigger they're a lot bigger which is fine i mean listen that's what happens with adulting and like God knows what. But anyways, welcome back to the podcast, guys. I, I truly am so happy that we are here. Yes. Um, you know, we definitely want to take like a little bit of a different approach to it this time. Definitely. It's, it's still the same gals at our core, but it's more of just we're in such an odd place. Like yes. your late 20s are so confusing. Yes. And we're kind of just here to talk about like it's okay. It's totally okay. Yeah. I mean, listen. The people who we want to have come on, whether they're really great friends or colleagues, people we've met along the way, just at the end of the day, it does not matter where you are in 100%. figuring life out mm -hmm. because by no means do we feel like we have it figured out. Exactly. And I think we need to remind people because I I don't know if I just think other people are judging, but I feel like a lot of people in New York are much more accepting to that idea. Mm -hmm. of like everybody's in different places. Oh my God. Yeah. And I would love for other people to just, you know, that are outside of this bubble, which is the majority to, if okay. they do hear this, to just think about the fact that like, you know, yes, we're not married with children or near <laughs> that. <laughs> not even close. So because of that, I want my worth to still be, you know, valid. Oh my God. Because sometimes it, it's hard when you're on, especially with the, what we've, literally didn't have TikTok last time we had no season one. And now it's, I've even been clicking like hold down, not interested. Oh, you do that? On my TikTok videos. Yeah. Just because I want my algorithm to start to like 
just show me a little bit of like other people doing something else. <laughs> My algorithm. Yeah is so fucked. We'll get into that. That's a great topic because I actually really do want to dive into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we're both from the Midwest. Like everyone, if you're not like married at 25, it's like, oh no. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. And also like, it's really difficult to be like, oh, like these people, like my friends are like buying homes. Totally. And like, yeah, buying cars and like doing all this stuff. And like, although we may, we may be making like huge financial um, missteps. I don't even want to call it a misstep, but like we're just making different financial decisions, exactly. but I would yes. not trade the last five years for a house. No, definitely not. But I'm genuinely happy for those people that do. Right. Of course. And that's why I'm like, oh my gosh, this does seem it great. It's just a different path. Exactly. So, so exactly. So we'll cover a lot of that. And I'm sure I'm hoping that potentially a lot of people that were listening before probably feel the same way yeah. jumping two years in the future. So um, that's definitely going to be a big, a big theme. I think. I think we're at three years actually. Twenty nineteen. Oh my gosh. It's three. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, you're so right. Since we're back, we're going to keep like we used to old school gals. We're going to do our peak and our pit. Yes. And yours are. is a little bit bigger than mine, so I really <laughs> want you to start. Um. So I did go to an innocent, innocent drawing class. <laughs> And I'm highlighting this because I'm the kind of person that has hurt myself in the past, but I have been absolutely out of my mind belligerent. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's totally fine. And honestly, that's, I feel like this is almost worse because I'm more like, I don't have an excuse or like, I was just going to this drawing class. I walked down the stairs, wearing tennis shoes. I was completely sober. And the way that I dropped was a hundred percent, 100 percent, like a perfect form drag queen like ballroom (laughs) ballroom death drop and I honestly wish like I was almost like in that moment I was thinking it like I was like oh my god this is like good form (laughs) like truly I even I said it to our friend Shannon I said it to her and immediately though obviously I told you I felt nauseous oh it was really bad I felt it was a huge flight of stairs um so currently we're in the phase of you know it's it is broken it looks and feels like a sprain, but the um the little guy on the outside, the fibula. Oh yeah, that guy, <laughs> the little the little one. Um, so that one is is slightly broken, but uh, no, Leanne, it's my first time, but breaking a bone, and you broke it in two places. I did. That's so crazy. I know. Wait, you've never broken a bone. Never broken a bone. Welcome to the club. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm honestly kind of like wow, that's behind me. You know. It's almost like your virginity. Yeah, literally, like (laughs) finally it happened. And, you know, little things like it did for an hour and a half, I was like kind of freaking out in pain calling my mom. Yeah. And she kept saying like, I think you might have broke it because like usually an ankle sprain, you're not like this, like I just was like freaking. Yeah. Um, But, you know, now I know what my tolerance is when it happens. (laughs) Okay. I'm so glad. I mean, obviously it was not a full snap, but that's my pit. Um, Also my peak though, which is going to maybe the peak and the pit aren't going to marry. They're not going to go together well. Okay. But on October 13th, I got floor seats by a glitch on Ticketmaster to see Post Malone. Oh, Lord. And here we go. I got them for 220 because the website glitched and they're now going for 720 Shut up. And I got it in that moment where it was a glitch because one side of the floor was 520 at the time. One was 220 So I was like, let me just do this. And I refreshed it after I bought them and they were back to 520 at the time. Shut up. So 
we're just so if everybody can just say a prayer when you listen to this that we are going to be oh standing God. and moving maybe he'll bring me on stage because of the crutches wait that's not a bad strategy maybe i'm going to dm him and show him a picture of my leg and be like oh i should probably be stage side don't you think <laughs> I don't think the audience understands the obsession. You're right. You're right. With Post Malone that you have. Yes. It's definitely, I always loved him. I did see a video of me in 2019 where he was my phone background. So it's like, I did have the love, but the love has grown so much. He's put out two albums since, since the podcast last season. And you didn't talk about him. Exactly. So yeah. New season full of posty. Full of posty. We should get him him on the pod. Oh my God. I'll manifest it. He would love us. Oh my God, of course. He's the nicest guy. And I just want to put that out there. He's the (laughs) nicest guy. He will literally talk to the janitor, the film crew, the guy bringing him water. He'll get to know their name. Like every time he's like on a set, I will just see him shaking hands being like, how's your day going? Like just an angel. He's a good guy. So that's my peak in my pit. But um, that's, you know, we'll see if they... If they are affecting one is affecting the other, but prayers, prayers will be had. So we'll see. How was your little week? Oh God. See my peak and my pet are the same thing. Um, so for those who don't know, do not know, I have not had gas since February. So we are almost at nine, eight or nine months of no gas. So I have not been able to cook. I have not been able to bake. I've luckily I've had hot water a majority of the time and like my AC has worked, but like laundry, my dryer is a gas dryer. So crazy. It's been hell. Like I will not lie. Like I'm in my dream apartment. It's the, my favorite place on earth. And like these conditions have been rough. Like unreal. I love to cook and I haven't been able to do anything. I cannot believe that even the laundry. I know. I can't believe that. All we got was like a hot plate and a $50 DoorDash gift card. They're like, good luck. It's wild. It's so bad. I can't believe it's been that long. And like, it, you're not the only person I know that this has happened to. And mm-hmm. it just shows that I just feel like in other places this doesn't happen. But I know so many people in New York that have had this happen. <laughs> this is my opinion on this because I do think it's common. But I think buildings and landlords are a lot more proactive about like making sure tenants feel okay. Yeah. Like we were so neglected, like we've literally formed a tenant association and we've hired a lawyer and, you know, we're withholding rent. It's, it's a whole debacle. Um, so I will say if anyone in New York is stressed about like any living situation, just know that like New York housing courts are so on the side of tenants over landlords. Yeah. Like it will almost always rule in your favor. So like, I feel really confident about like, our ask. I mean, we're asking for a reduction in rent because I literally can't cook. Obviously. Yeah. It's really not that outrageous to ask for. It's but not at all. They, my building's just been horrible and their lawyer is such an ass. But whatever. I hope they can speak on this. They didn't say I couldn't, but whatever. Yeah. Sue me. <laughs> yeah. I dare you. No, literally. Like, <laughs> they have bigger fish to fry. That's so true. Um, so yeah, so I was like banking on my gas being out because I have such a COVID deal apartment and they raised my rent by 95%. Oh my God. And 95%. 95%. I literally can't. Yeah. I'm sick to my stomach. It's it's horrible. But again, I'm learning so much about tenant law that if you're under litigation with your building, they cannot raise your rent. It's considered retaliation. So my whole like 
what I was excited about is getting into this litigation so that I can lock in my COVID rate. Housing court is backed up by 11 months. So like, okay, cool. I can lock it back in. Joke's on me. Last night, the gas gets turned back on. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, fuck my life. Like one, I'm happy I can cook again. Yeah, I'm but thrilled. At this point, I it would have it would have been way better just keep it off for a couple of months. I know. I mean, you've already gotten used to it in some sense. It's like it's no, that's true. It's but, like oh my god. So now I really I gotta move. That is so insane. I want to cry. I like I can't think about it too much. I was talking to my therapist about it. I was like hysterical, and she was like, "Okay, we won't figure this out tomorrow. No, so put it on the back burner. Literally, literally the literal burner." <laughs> The literal burner. And it's, well, I've been trying to explain to people in the brief moments I've had at weddings, going back home, you know, how bad the rent situation is. And if -hmm. you're here, you know it, but it's just on, it is just, it is wild to me. I mean, people that feel so financially secure, like have really great places over the last like five, seven years are like really shaking about it. It's bad. It's horrible. I don't know. Like, I mean, situations like this, like, will they end? I mean, we all think like, oh, if we get another apartment, we're good. But like, I'm in that situation. Where I'm like, I already got one. I thought I was good, but now I'm still worried mm-hmm. of like a rent raise. But yeah, Why? just know, like it's worked out every single time. You're right. Yeah. That's what I've been told. Like, and that's what I yeah. also like remind myself, like as nuts. It's, I mean, it's always been difficult. I mean, it's not like we're rolling in You're cash right. where we've had very many options any other time. It's always been difficult. It's like saving up for months to like oh put that, which I was like first months, last month deposits, banking on this fucking lawsuit. I'm supposed to make it. If, if I make as much as I think I'm going to make out of this, amazing. it's pretty good. Amazing. It's like literally, I think, it, I think it's up to like six or seven grand. I might Great. make off of this. You literally need that for moving fees and everything. Yeah, I know. And it'll all be eaten <laughs> up by like be a new fucking up. apartment. My Lord. Jesus yeah. Christ. So, so anyways, that's, that's my peak and my pit. I love that it was tied into both. I know because it's so bittersweet. You need to make something <laughs> the next few months. I want you like using that kitchen like insane. Like I want you like <laughs> literally like just doing some crazy meals, like multiple burners going. I'm dead. <laughs> like literally like what's it? Really put the oil on the fire happens. Oh, like some like hibachi shit. Hibachi shit. Like I walk What's in cool? and you're like, <laughs> you're like a short order cook. Honestly, that's my vibe and I'll do it. Like I, I love to bake. And you, like, yeah. You're so good at it. It sucks. Oh my God. It really sucks. So anywho, now that we're past that, I think, you know, like we kind of start with like the episode, like, I just think it's really important to talk about kind of like, kind of where we've been these last two years. Like, yep. You know, people, you can only see so much from social media. You can only gather and make your own conclusions. But I think we've both just had totally. like really eventful two years and, you know, I think it's important that we recap and then we can kind of also talk about like, where do we see this podcast going? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And well, off the bat, I'm thinking I've been in, I've been in two apartments since we left. Um, So I moved to the Lower East Side and then I moved to the East Village and now I'm in the third place in the East Village. That's the third. (laughs) You're an East Village rat. I'm an East Village rat. And if we talk about the Ritty Ratties on here, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that is because she's a Tribeca mom. So I sure am. If she's going to talk about Rebecca, Tribeca mom, she's talking about living in Tribeca, strollers, cleanliness. There's literally stroller parking. Yes. It, yes. Like, the first time I saw it, I actually like got a tear in my eye. I, 
<laughs> no, this Literally. is how unhinged I am. Total side note. I woke up yesterday. Guess what the first thought in my head was? Oh my God. I want a baby. Yep. Right now. I want a baby. I want a baby. If you're around it like that, you're going to start to. Yeah. You're not getting those vibes in East Village. I'm definitely not. <laughs> but I'm got, I've got doggy fever, obviously. Yep. Because everyone's got a dog there. But yeah, it's, you know, she's on the West side. I'm on the, she, you, <laughs> West side. East Village on the East side. Um, Alphabet City, if you've ever seen the movie Rent. I love Rent. Rent's about that. But what I like it so much about it and the reason I'm so glad, honestly, Shannon, I owe this to because she said, you know, let's move from the Lower East Side to East Village. And that's what we did. And then she really sold me on it and was like, there's so many more restaurants, so many more like kind of neighborhoody coffee things. The Lower East Side was definitely like clubbing. Like oh, yeah. really high and cool, like speakeasies and cocktail bars, but like it was a nighttime neighborhood. Mm-hmm. East Village is definitely both. So that's why I'm so obsessed with it. Um, and you'll hear me talk about it a lot on the podcast, but um, also all the cool new restaurant pop-ups are all there. Oh yeah. It's like, if it's going to become a Michelin restaurant, their first location is always in the East Village as a tester. And then I always see them after like a year or two, you know, they close down, they move somewhere else bigger and then they become like the next, that's- you know, Nobu. Right. That's so interesting. That's something else I love. You've really established roots there. Yes. Like that is, I can't see you living in any other neighborhood. I know. I agree. Which is why we're scared. (laughs) I know. But yes, that's, that's kind of what I feel like my brain's been up to. Also just work from home. Um, this past two years, I'm not a huge fan. My own thing. I just like love getting out of the apartment because I feel like I'm naturally like a I can easily become like a lazy person. And for me, getting out was like my what gateway to like doing more. Like, yeah. not that I'm not busy, but I just feel like it was like good for me to be outside. I'd get things done. I'd, you know, grab some groceries. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I feel like it's not the best environment for me. So um, that's my own thing in our office. My office did close. Um, so I am fully remote, but. And you get energy from people. Yes. I'm definitely. the polar opposite. I yeah. get recharged from being alone. Yeah. You recharge with like being with people. Yeah. Exactly. So those are the two, those are the two big themes. Um, but your past two years. I know it's like a little heavy. I know, but it we, we need to let them know because they love you and we love you. <laughs> they, I love that. <laughs> they all love you. Um, yeah. So, you know, last time we were on here, I also lived in East Village. I lived right by you. Oh, I oh, miss yeah. being neighbors. I, we, that was actually fun. Wait, I <laughs> forgot about that. That was actually, I fun. actually really forgot about we that. We used to live across the street from each other. That was a good time. It was a short time, but it was a good time. I know. But um, yeah, so, you know, early 2020, the pandemic hit. And on March 13th of 2020, Friday the 13th, um, I'll never forget, I got a phone call from my dad saying something's wrong with mom and we're going to the hospital. And, you know, I've never dealt with anyone in my immediate family, like, being sick or, or like having knock on wood, nothing tragic as as far as like accidents. But, you know, I basically, I flew home with a carry on bag thinking I was just going to be home for the weekend. I remember this week, like it's yesterday. It's, it's so crazy. I literally, I thought, cause we originally thought she had a stroke. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to be gone for the weekend. At that time, the job I was in working from home was not an option. Not a thing. Yeah. I had a desktop. Like we weren't even allowed to have laptops. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to fly home for a weekend. And we basically, so that was on Friday 
And by Sunday, my mom was in surgery. We had found out she had a brain tumor and she was diagnosed with a grade four glioblastoma, which is the most aggressive and terminal form of brain cancer. Um, It was honestly the most wild week of my life because that's when the world shut down. So like you're already taking a situation with my mom that would have been traumatic standing alone 100 and then you're taking a pandemic which none of us have ever gone through which is just honestly pretty traumatic as well I mean, completely and you know putting them together i've really never felt that flight or fight fight or flight like survivor mode like i did then you were just living minute to minute exactly and just what you could do to get to the next exactly it it truly was like just get through the next hour like Oh my God. Like, you know, I really want to talk further about this in the podcast and like get into more details about it for sure. And we will dedicate its its own space for that. Definitely. definitely. But, um, you know, my, with that type of diagnosis, they give you 12 to 18 months, mm-hmm. um, to live. And my mom got 11. So she passed on February 13th of 2021. And the, oh the pandemic was the biggest silver lining because I got to go home. It, it's, unreal how much time you got to spend I would I I would have never gotten that that is so it is just eerie it's just like eerie to me that like that was just given to you like that time Mm -hmm. no I feel like no one gets that and obviously you saw with you know even other family members you have that like didn't get that too you know Mm -hmm. it's just unreal It, it I'm not a religious person but it has made me like more spiritual than for sure I've ever been in my life. And that's also like another thing I want to talk about is yes. like, you know, the whole leaning oh into gosh. that too. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been, it's been a heavy couple of years and, you know, moving back to New York has, I feel like a completely different person. Yeah. The fact uh, that you moved back in yeah. general, like the fact that you even did that. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know if I would, you know what I mean? Like in that. It was horrible. I mean, like, listen, I became mom. Like yeah. I, I had to step up for, for everyone and I'm still kind of in that role. Like, you know, my family members, like, they jokingly call me team captain because it's true. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I run the ship. You're literally. And, yeah. you know, now I'm, like, running the ship from New York. And it's it's really difficult. Like, I won't say it's easy. And, you know, it's life works in such mysterious ways. Yes, definitely. And I'm always trying to find the reason, the lesson. And I'm just, like, thankful yep. for everything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just life, man. I know. <laughs> fucking crazy. crazy. It oh really my is. God. And, and you really have taken like everything you've learned. And I feel like you're so good at like looking for signs. You're so good at being intuitive now. Mm-hmm. You're not just like, I feel like what's the word? Like riding life by the, or kind of like. Like co- coasting. Coasting. I yes. know I'm the opposite of coasting. Yeah. You're just not like, just like you're looking at everything and analyzing everything, which is. Yeah, I'm just I'm present. That's I don't remember I like you say. like that before. No, I, at least I don't recall exactly. I mean, obviously you're always very like organized and controlled, but not in this way where you're like really picking up on things like more philosophically, mm-hmm. which is so. Well, cool. And like the greatest gift is, and this is what I tell everyone is, it's calmed the noise. Yes, yes. You know, like think of your brain and like the chaos and these intrusive thoughts and worrying and it has it's just magical how it shuts it down because you just realize like so many things are out of your control yeah that is such a good point 
Yeah. People need to hear that. Obviously, I, a lot of people couldn't really get that. I think until they experience it, but that is such a good point. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Wow. So, you know, another thing I want to dive into is like, I'm really obsessed with psychics. Yes. Which I think is like maybe getting like a little problematic, <laughs> but it's a reason why I wanted to bring this back, this podcast back because we had talked about it. I don't know if people remember, but like we did a couple lives over the pandemic. Yep. Yep. Which I was dying looking back at our old content. Like I, that was so fun. I had such a blast. I mean, that was like my night out because I was, we were stuck at home and I was like, I'm going to do my makeup. I'm going to yes. get this wine ready. We're going to have to, it was, that was so fun. Oh my God. We drank like a bottle of wine. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> um, but no, I, I've always, I mean, this brings so much, neither of our jobs are like necessarily creative. No, mine is definitely not. Yeah. So I got a reading done like around the end of May and this psychic she also does like astrology, tarot, kind of stuff like that. And she was just basically talking about like my purpose yeah. in life is to use my voice and to educate. And she was like, that doesn't necessarily mean that like I see you as like a teacher, like you're going to go teach third grade. Totally. But she was like, you have to lean into this creative, communicative muscle. Yeah. Like that's what you have to do. Um. Cause she's like, it's your calling. She's like, I don't know how you're going to get there. I don't know. She's talking a lot about like writing, which I'm not necessarily like a writer, but she was saying like, just like being yourself and like yeah. helping others. And I'm not saying that I'm like some like guru by like any means. No, definitely. But I feel like what I've learned so much in these past two years, I want to share with people. Totally. So, you know, I just come up to you on a random day and I was like, man, we're doing this. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think it's, I mean, people... Obviously, you know, some people get into like the motivational speaking realm and I feel like are a little bit like it's a little kooky. It's a little kooky. Yeah. But there is something to be said for like in the future, if like an opportunity came where you were maybe leading a group or anything mm-hmm. around something that, you know, you feel like you've been through. I feel like you would be the perfect kind of person for that. Thank you. Very much so. Thank you. Level headed, calm. Oh, wow. Thank you. No, really. That's fair. So maybe that's what she's kind of alluding to. But and. Yeah. This was the first one. First oh, yeah. I have Sorry, there's, a, there's a lot and I even get confused. <laughs> I have two. Um, yeah. No, it's... Yeah, this was the first one. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, she's amazing. But it's just... You want to know what else really randomly yeah. made me think about bringing the podcast back? What? There's two like very minuscule things that happened in my life that I felt the need to share. Um, and what also made me realize that the psychic is right about how I have to lean in to communication. Yeah. Um, is the espresso machine saga. Oh my gosh. That was wild. It was <laughs> horrific. I jumped in like halfway. I know. Cause I didn't know about the first like couple ses- sessions. No. Like, you want to call <laughs> sessions, but I jumped in like halfway and was like, wait, 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 back up. Bad. Long story short, I got an espresso machine as a Christmas present and I've probably gone through eight machines at this point because they will spontaneously explode. That is so wild. Like explode espresso everywhere. And like I've tried different machines. It's not like I keep trying the same one. Yeah. It's different methods. And it was getting so funny that I just started documenting it. Yeah. And I mean, you're, you're not lying. Like I saw the pictures and I was like, that's a massacre. 
a massacre. <laughs> and it's scary because it's coffee and it's scary because you have like all white apartment. Exactly. So I was just like, oh my God, no, 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 no. It was horrible. And what made what made it click for me was I had multiple people from like very different aspects of my life, not even close friends, people from when I was in California, people around New York, friends of friends, and they would ask me about it. Oh my God. And I thought that was so funny because I don't find myself to be like, I think I'm pretty influential, but like, yeah, you never know how tapped in people actually are. You when never they, know. They consume so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I wish I had the podcast so I could talk about this. Yeah. And be, keep updates. Yeah. You should, I mean, you should do like little reviews or something on like which ones worked in which ways and which ones lasted the longest. Yeah. Which ones? Well, they're all shit. Yeah. So the only one that's worked is an espresso and it's actually died on me twice. Oh my God. But they have great customer service. They keep sending me new ones. Someone, um, Natalia, she just got one. And oh, yeah? I am curious to see how this goes. Honestly, everyone else has a great experience but me. Yeah. So, so I'm really curious to see how this goes. I mean, she just, I feel like it's small and it's like, looks kind of like one of the ones you had. It's cute. It's going well so far. It's been like a month. Well, fingers crossed. Well, we will bring her on. I literally want to just like get an update for her because I just right now and also Ellen's. Yeah, but hers is like an old school one. You're right. You're right. Um, all right. That is so funny. So we're we're going to wrap up this episode, but with a game. Okay, great. And you told me what the game is, but I don't know what we're going to be. Yeah. So gone through all of our old episodes, not all of them, a good chunk of them. And there's some pretty funny quotes and I'm going to list them for you and you have to guess who said it. Okay. Oh my God. Ready? Okay. <laughs> They're so funny. It's going to be really easy, but it might not I be. think I have a couple that'll throw you. Okay. Okay. Quote, by the fourth Elmo, I wanted to start throwing elbows. <laughs> oh my goodness. What is this referring to? Um, I think it's you. Why? Because you say things like throwing elbows. <laughs> yes, it was me. But I don't know what this is. Walking through Times Square. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're so obnoxious. Yeah. Oh, they're horrible. I haven't seen them in a while because I don't go above 14th anymore. But I know. Oh, you, my God. Well, and you were the biggest Times Square stand on this planet. I was. And I do miss it. Not, I didn't mean that in a bad way. I, I know. Well, now our studio it. is right near it. You're right. I make, I can't go for a walk right now, but I will go for a walk when I can. Um, I do miss it. Oh my God. Cute, right? <laughs> okay. So next funny. one. Maybe we can work on your Christmas spirit this week. You said that to me. No, you said that. <laughs> about what? I was just in like a really grumpy mood because we were talking about my birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're always grumpy about your birthday. Yeah. Well, that's coming up. So just wait. We yeah. Will, we'll do a whole birthday. <laughs> we already got the calendar in my guys. <laughs> Which I actually very much appreciate because if you, the key to a good birthday is planning ahead. And yes. I know that more than anyone because you got to get that on the calendar. 100%. Amazing. <laughs> I'm dead. Okay. So this is a conversation. You're going to have to tell me who said who. Okay. Or who said what. Okay. Did you pay $50 for a Santa con suit? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, yeah. You said, you asked the question, I answered. Yes. Because I still have that suit in my closet in Ohio. Um, And I wore it one time around my parents coming downstairs to watch a movie. And they were like, what? Um, Yeah, $49.99 on Amazon overnight shipping. But honestly, the comfiest I've ever in the warmest I've ever been for a SantaCon. Wow. 
which RIP to that era of my life too. But so funny. Um, he probably ran cross country in high school. What a turnoff. Me. <laughs> oh God, I can't. <laughs> it's just it's a little. It's just the the bony legs. See, there's a difference between like. I feel like the taller guys that you go for are like, there's a difference between a tall guy and a cross country guy. Yeah. They're like 2% body fat. They're 2%, but they're also like, just like, yeah, like rickety and bony. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So it's still not your type. Noted. Yes. Yeah, um, okay. Last one. I did the most adult thing this week. I flipped my mattress. You. Yes. And I will never flip a mattress to this day without thinking about you now. Really? I do it. I think about it all the time. It's so stupid. I helped my mom flip a mattress two weeks ago. And I thought about you during it because I remember you saying you're so proud of yourself. And it was and I, when I thought about it, I was like, this is really hard. Listen, if my future is in mattress influencing. Sleep number, Serta, purple, call me. I will teach everyone the importance of flipping your mattress. So true. And rotating your mattress. Do you purposely buy ones that are full, uh, 360 and a flip or like just a... Ooh, good you know question. I'm talking about? Because some you can't flip. Right. Because it, it's like the coil yes. and the memory foam. Yes. Yeah. Um, no. But however, I do currently have one that I can do a, a 360. Me too. I have a foam one. So it's like a solid. That's what they all are these days. Yeah. I like them that way. Yeah. My mom, she did get a spring one though that is... A 360 and a flip. Wow. Because, you know, when you have a 270-pound husband, one side gets low. It does. <laughs> and she always complains about it. So, I mean, listen, look at us, guys. We're in our late 30s and we are, like, pumped about flipping that. I've honestly really worked up and excited about this combo. This is what you got now. This is what you guys get from us oh, now. sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're going to wrap up this episode. Yes. I can't believe this time has gone so fast. Ugh, Leanne wants me to open a bottle of champagne. I want, I want you to do it because I'm scared. God, you already have, like, a broken leg. <clears throat> yeah, so. no, we had to shield my eyes. Oh, my God, you brought a bottle of Voof? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus, this is a big deal. It's Vuv, and we should um, enjoy it. I should have done this because Vuv is good. Um, we could do. Yeah, you got this. Oh my god! Also, um, something else that we will also cover, just in general, and I'm hoping you guys feel a little bit the same. But I feel like drinking during the pandemic too, like, got me into like nicer, nicer drinks. Thinking about what I'm drinking. And before I really Oops. would drink anything. I was the opposite of pandemic drinker. I actually like completely gave up. Yeah, you're amazing. Alcohol. You're my um, inspiration. No, don't worry. This this doesn't take long. Oh, jeez. Hold on. <laughs> you are new to the champagne game. I really am. I really, really am. It's because like my mom always says, she cannot be around when people are popping balloons. I'm the same way. I'm going to use my skirt to open this. I'm dead at this. There we go. Video. One, two, three. I'm scared. I don't think it's going to happen, Leanne. It's on your tight. Um, sometimes, sometimes they push it up. Is that what they do? I'm scared. <laughs> you got it. Should I try? No. I'm scared. <laughs> no, I don't trust you. <laughs> Okay, it's not gonna happen. All right, that's we're fine. gonna have to get our producer to do it, and we'll uh, we'll get it for the gram because it's well, not happening. It's still a bottle of booze, so it still counts. Yeah, God. <laughs> okay, we'll have it for the next episode. Anyways, episode one in the books. We love you guys. We're so excited, and we 
we have a lot of fun things that I feel like are going to be great surprises and people. Yeah. So this is going to be really fun. So I hope you enjoyed this little like warm up episode. We yeah. brought you in. Hopefully we, we don't sound too rusty. Reminded you of who we are, what we sound like. Did you forget our voice? Yeah. My beautiful Oh God, no. audiobook voice. Oh my God. Leanne's so into ASMR. Oh God, I forgot about this. I should start a channel, but that's a whole other topic. Oh, Lord. All right. Thanks, guys. We love you so much. Talk next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Gimlet Gals. You can find our podcast on all major streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Stitcher. Please subscribe and give us a follow at Gimlet Gals. Talk next week. Talk next week.